0: This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hi, folks. Uh, Welcome again to another episode of Pro Football in the 1970s. I'm your host, Joe Zagorski, and in this episode, we'll be discussing great wide receivers before the 1978 rule changes took effect. Now, Pro Football has provided a showcase the many different wide receivers who buckled up their chin straps during the 1970s. Prior to the 1978 rule changes which greatly benefited those pass catchers however, pass receiving was a very difficult job. Defensive backs enjoyed a lot of freedom to practically annihilate every one of their foes who attempted to roam through their zone coverages downfield before the NFL's competition committee decided to make things a bit easier for the league's passing offenses, however. Now, those men who were wide receivers before the rule changes occurred are what this episode of my podcast is about. Now, I cannot discuss them all here, but I will try to examine at least a few of them here. Many of them have the notoriety of being possession receivers, which I guess they were they kept the chains moving for their offenses. The first wide receiver that I would like to mention got a chance to experience a good number of years both before and after those 78 rule changes. Charlie Joyner of the Houston Oilers, Cincinnati Bengals, and San Diego Chargers played 18 years in pro football. He could run practically any route, and his hands were as reliable as death and taxes. Joyner would catch 750 passes during his career worth 12,146 yards and 65 touchdowns. Like most great wide receivers, he was unafraid to run pass patterns over the middle. Despite his small 5'11", 180-pound body, Joyner would regularly hold on to many a football despite enduring some of the hardest licks that have ever been seen in the NFL. Charlie Joyner was enshrined in the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 1996, deservedly so. Another great wide receiver who played most of his years before the 1978 rule changes was Charlie Taylor of the Washington Redskins. Taylor was a bigger wide receiver than Joyner and thus could, and would, dish out some hits himself. Taylor was uh, a fighter for a football, as you would say, meaning that he would actively fight a defender for a pass, whether it was misguided or not. Whenever a ball was in his area, Taylor believed that it belonged to him and his alone. Taylor is also in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, having been enshrined uh, with a gold jacket back in 1984. Taylor ended his 13-year pro career with 649 receptions, worth 9,110 yards and 79 touchdowns. Ahmad Rashad was another great wide receiver who played before the 78 season and yet was productive for both the St. Louis Cardinals, Buffalo Bills, and Minnesota Vikings during his 10-year pro career. Rashad went by the name of Bobby Moore before he changed his name to Ahmad Rashad. He was one of the most clutch pass receivers in the league. He did not have sprinter speed, but he was certainly fast enough to beat man-to-man coverages. He snared 495 passes during his time in pro football, worth 6,831 yards and 44 touchdowns. Now, the next three wide receivers who did plenty of damage to opposing defenses before the 1978 season were very similar in their physical makeup as well as in their abilities. Haven Moses of the Buffalo Bills and later of the Denver Broncos had a reputation for making tough catches anywhere on the field. There are many instances where Moses would get hit numerous times each Sunday going over the middle but yet he regularly hung on to the ball. Moses helped to lead Denver to the first Super Bowl in 1977 and by the time he ended his 14-year pro career He had caught 448 passes for 8,091 yards, and he scored 56 touchdowns. Now, John Gilliam was another pass catcher who, like Moses, brought success to his team. He played for the New Orleans Saints and the St. Louis Cardinals before he really hit his stride as a veteran with the Minnesota Vikings. He eventually came to an end of his 11-year pro career, with stints with the Atlanta Falcons and the Chicago Bears. Gilliam caught 382 passes in the NFL worth 7,056 yards and 48 touchdowns. He was also used, especially by the Saints and the Vikings, as a valuable kickoff returner. Now, Gene Washington of the San Francisco 49ers played 10 seasons in pro football from 1969 to 1979. He spent his last year in the league with the Detroit Lions. The number two is a common number for Washington. He only missed two games during his career, and he only fumbled the ball twice during his career. Washington caught 385 passes uh, all throughout his career, worth 6,856 yards, and he scored 60 touchdowns. He helped the lead of the 49ers, The three straight NFC Western Division titles from 1970 to 1972. Now naturally, the wide receivers that I spoke about today are just a small fraction of some of the great wide receivers who played, and played well, prior to the new rule changes of 1978, but these guys stick out in my mind as being some of the best in the business during that era. Now for our trivia question of this episode. True or false? None of the wide receivers that I mentioned today was a member of a Super Bowl championship team. Thanks once again for listening into Pro Football in the 1970s. I'm your host, Joe Zagorski, and I look forward to chatting with you again soon. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com.